0: Well, we wanted to talk with you just a little bit about Sabbath rules and technology. And when I say rules, I don't know what comes to your mind. Think of them maybe more as guidelines. Actually, if you want to talk about Sabbath rules, Jesus seemed like was really down on Sabbath rules. Um, There there was a group of people during the day of Pharisees in the New Testament, and they were all about the rules that they completely missed the relationship. They, They got so zealous about the don'ts that they forgot about delight, and they missed the complete purpose of the day. And so as I talk about a couple things that may be considered rules, I would love for us just to reframe the whole fact of more rules on the Sabbath day. Um, I I would like you to ask three questions, maybe just to be a little bit of a filter um, so that we don't miss the point of of the day. But the first one is this, is am I more focused on rules than a relationship? Um, When I talk about Sabbath to some people, it immediately goes to all the things maybe they're not supposed to do or why they couldn't do it. If the first thing should just be, this is a, an invitation to spend more time with the Lord, to delight in His creation, not to miss it. Um, that, that should be the very first. So if there was really to be a, a rule, it would be to delight, to refresh, um, to seek the Lord, to enjoy Him, to delight in Him. And so maybe just the very first thing, we just need to check our, um, our heart in the fact of, are we more focused on the rules or the relationship? Because Jesus was very clear, it was much more about delight in a relationship than there was about the rules. Um, that's the first question I ask. The second one um, is this question of, is it work or is it life-giving? There's a lot of gray areas of what we can and can't do on the Sabbath. But if it starts at a relationship, the second question is this, is it work or is it life-giving? Um, I'll give you a couple of scenarios that I've heard maybe put down upon, but, but cooking. So my wife is an incredible cook. She cooks um, all the meals. And um, for, for our family, uh, uh, she, she cooks a lot. So on the Sabbath day, that's work for her. Um, she's ready for a break. I don't cook hardly anything. So for me, if everything is prepared, then on Friday, if we start our, our Sabbath at five o'clock, then part of Sabbath for me is me and my oldest son, us going out and grilling together. And we, we take our time. We may even play baggo in between flipping burgers may say hello to the neighbors who would come out when I grill out in the front. Um, That for me is not work. It's a delight. The the same is true on breakfast on Saturday morning since I hardly ever cook except on Sabbath. If I'm having a griddle with pancakes and I have a cup of coffee and my kids are just sitting around or we're talking or having conversation, that to me, that's not work. Um, That's not Toilsome, that's just delight. That's a gift that I give to my family. So th- there's a lot of other things that come up that may be gray areas um, running, exercise, doing stuff. Um, I-, I know that some of you who are listening here, the way you unwind is after a long, busy, tiresome, exhausting day is you go run like six or seven miles. Um, that's how you feel freedom and um, relaxation. Some of us are thinking, you're crazy. Um, like, that's awful. <laughs> Well, if running is the way that you unwind and it's not work, then run. For me, I enjoy cycling. It's not work. It's not exhausting. I enjoy it. I feel the Lord's pleasure. I talk with Him as I ride. So if, if it's that, if it's swimming, if it's climbing up pinnacle, um, if it's kayaking, maybe watching a sunset on top of pinnacle would be the closest you ever feel to the Lord and the most refreshment and enjoyment of Him. And if that is the case, then do it. If it's not, and um, you start sweating, even thinking about climbing the mountain, then don't. The question is, is is it work? And is it life-giving or delightful? And if you can answer those well, then do it, because really it's more about the delight than the don'ts. Um, One of the things that the rules that that somebody, that a lot of people bring up is technology. Um, Somewhere along the line, people have said, yeah, you shouldn't do technology on this day. Um, That's not in the scriptures, I don't think, because we didn't have iPhones and Netflix and ESPN, but every person who I know who does Sabbath well, they've cut out technology on these days. And so when I started thinking about that, just know this, for me, it's an invitation. Um, It was also a process for us. Um, Our boys love um, video games and Fortnite. They love screens. And so we had to kind of wean them. We kind of started limiting some of those things when we started Sabbath as opposed to cold turkey just stopping. Um, we even just some things like Right Now Media. Um, so they were watching some really good things because in all honesty, if when they have screens, then we have Sabbath. They're preoccupied. We don't have to come up with things for them to do. And so it became a process that at first was something that was very loath. to now. We've weaned ourselves off. We've kind of went through the withdrawal And now we don't do that. And so I wouldn't say maybe so much of a right and wrong, maybe just more of a distraction. Um, They say that technology for the average person, you and me, that we spend anywhere from 20 to 30 hours looking at a screen um, or watching sports or doing social media, which is about five hours a day. Whereas the average time that we may spend with the Lord, that Christians with the Lord is maybe 10 minutes. So in a world where we give so much, exponentially so much time towards things that aren't the Lord, we just take a day to not get distracted by all the other voices. And we just say, Lord, today, this this day, it's it's your voice. Um, it, like my anniversary, um, there's a lot of people I love, including my family and my friends in my community. But on the anniversary with my wife, it's it's a day dedicated to her. And so what matters most and the plans that matter most are anything with her and her voice and her presence And really, as we go to Sabbath to the Lord, it's just not being distracted by all the other things of technology so that we can hear his voice, so that we can delight in him and call him priority. And so, um, yeah, the Mary Mary and Martha, that story, um, Martha is not doing anything bad. She's just tidying up. She's just cleaning. That's maybe kind of her deal. That's what she does in her sleep um, without even thinking about it. And Jesus has said, you've been distracted by many things but Mary has chosen what is most important. What was Mary doing? Just sitting at the feet of Jesus. So really, if anything, don't call it a rule, but maybe let's call it a distraction. And what's the most important voice? Definitely wouldn't be technology. So we would just ask if you would consider weaning yourself off over time so that we're not distracted, we're not um, tempted to covet, we're not tempted to um, look at things and to fill our mind or to check out our minds On things that aren't the Lord, and so those would be maybe the things that I wanted to address. Let let me just come back to this whole things as rules as a whole. Um, These rules should not be the most important thing. They should be more guidelines to help us to enjoy the Lord and be with Him on this day. Um, So let me close with the illustration. In an urban school, um, around all sorts of traffic and busy streets, they built a playground, and before they could finish the playground, school began. But there was no fence around it, so there was a little bit of fear. There was not much freedom. The, the, the teacher said, hey, you need to stay real close to this playground equipment. And so the kids were not able really to fully play. They stayed really close to the playground equipment, which was in the very middle of the playground. And maybe fences aren't always a good thing, but they put in a fence the next week and it went all the way almost up to the road, up to the cars. And now because there was just a little bit of structure and guidelines in place, you know what the kids no longer had to worry about any rules they could walk and play in freedom, they could play tag, they could do all sorts of other things and they were all over the place as opposed to huddle in the middle. What I wanna say is the Lord has given us some guidelines, just some really, really small rules and this setting aside a day is just the guideline. And if we will just do that, not being too focused on the rules, then we can run and play and delight and spend time with Him and enjoy our relationship with Him and those who are closest to us. And that's a good thing. And that's what the Lord invites us into, not just more rules, not more things to feel guilty, but in His grace to take this guideline of a day and to be able to be fully alive and fully with Him to do that which is life-giving, that which is not work, and that which is delight. So today, talk about a couple things, maybe some rules that have um, hindered you from this day, and maybe figure out where your focus is. And then let's go not, not so focused on the rules, but more on relationship. Thank you.